Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Nigel, and this is World Sound Talking, podcasting for what's on in Sutton Coalfield. Today I'm going to be talking to Dr. Raoul Dub from Sutton Coalfield Group Practice, and we'll be discussing the vaccination programme in Sutton Coalfield Town Hall, how it's going, any problems, and then just some general questions that people have been asking about COVID-19 and about the uh, vaccination Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Dub. Uh, I appreciate how busy you all must be at the moment uh, in the practice and uh, generally with the um, COVID uh, pandemic happening. Um, could you tell us how the vaccination rollout's going in Sutton Coalfield? Yeah, um, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, Sutton Coalfield uh, Group Practice is uh, leading the programme um, in collaboration with the Town Hall, um, leading it from that site. Um, that's a designated vaccination site as of the 1st of February. We were um, originally um, working from the Falcon uh, Medical Centre in Falcon Lodge, um, having delivered um, 10,000 vaccinations from that site previously. But uh, the move to the Sutton Town Hall has um, certainly enabled us to deliver more vaccine and more quickly um, uh, over a period of time. So um really happy to be in the in the iconic town hall to be delivering it yeah i um, must have, i must admit uh my wife had her vaccination earlier this week and the organization there is absolutely fantastic it's so slick so slim strong sleep so, so streamlined and people are just going in straight through back and it is brilliant it's just so unorganized and lovely people everybody we yeah. met was so nice so helpful uh, all the nhs staff all the volunteers so nice um is that the, the central base now the town hall um is that where it's all happening yeah. now or are you still doing uh, satellite places at all no so it is the um sutton town hall right um by appointment yes. um uh, only and uh, we're working according with the government guidelines down the the age brackets so yeah. that um, we get the most vulnerable first mm-hmm. um, and we've moved um, as per government guidelines we've moved from the the most vulnerable so the um, that we did the care home residents and care homes um, in the first and second weekend of the new year yeah. um, and so we we covered all our um, care homes across um, our uh, practices. So Sutton Coalfield Group Practice is supporting our neighbouring, um, uh, uh, what we call a primary care network. So they're, they're um, uh, uh, neighbouring practices, Hawthorns, Ashfield and uh, Manor Practice. And together we cover um, about 96,000 patient population, which largely covers, you know, the, the most of Sutton Coalfield, which are, it's all bar a few registered at another practice. Uh-huh. So we, um, 
we we started off with the cohorts groups um, that were in care homes and the over 80s. We then moved over into the over 75s, um, then over 70s. And so th those are the government targets to be completed by mid-February. I'm pleased to say that um, we've, we've got 90% plus coverage in all of those age ranges. And we're now also, whilst we're still trying to um, get anybody that was missed because they may not have been at home or may have been um, elsewhere, such as hospital, we're still trying to get those people, um, but we are well into the over 65s now as well. So if, you, if we were looking at targets, we're, I suppose, meeting the target and slightly ahead of the target. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. And yeah, so we're nicely on track. And, uh, so that's really good. Um, what um, would you have any sort of uh, message to uh, anybody out there at the moment who um, they've had their jab and they, you know, they think, oh, great, that's it. I'm OK now. I can just run off and do whatever. I mean, obviously, it's not the case. And uh, what would you sort of say to anybody who's sort of thinking that? Well, first, Lynn, first, first and foremost, I'd say it's brilliant that you've had the jab. Um, it's a two, two vaccinations that would give you that protection. Um, and it's not... It, you know, we can't, we, nothing has a 100% protection guarantee. Uh, so it, it gives you very good protection. And so you should first and foremost have the vaccination when you're called to have it. Mm -hmm. um, what I would say is that there isn't um, the, the strong evidence database for how likely are you to um, uh, transmit uh, the virus, even if you've been vaccinated and you don't become unwell yourself. Um, is to 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 make sure that you you're not a transmitter, and we don't quite know the full evidence database around that. So uh, uh, that leads me to say that you know you still need to follow the government guidance. I'd employ you to please follow the hands, face, space um, guidance. So washing hands regularly and um, you keep, keeping your face mask on when in um, public places. And um, uh, obviously, distance two meters, social yeah, distancing, yeah. and really, we are in lockdown. And um, whatever government advice there is, we we should follow it because it is based on sound research and evidence. Right. Um, so, I do encourage that. Definitely, thank you, thank you. Um, okay, just um, if we just carrying on, and just a few sort of general sort of questions about the vaccine and that. Um, what um, what would you uh, what should we do in the event of either an error or an adverse reaction to the vaccine? What's the, yeah. the first thing that somebody should do? So thankfully, um, it, it's proven to be a, a safe vaccine. So far, so good. There are adverse events. Um, uh, most most side effects um, that are reported are actually a result of your body developing the response that it's supposed to develop, which is to, to build a memory um, and therefore it would be able to fight the virus if it was ever exposed to the virus. So people can get um, chills, people can get feeling unwell for 24 or 48 hours, possibly a, a low-grade fever, mm -hmm. a bit of arm ache, throbbing. Um, and these things are fairly common with this, uh, these vaccines, whether it's Pfizer or Oxford, uh, AstraZeneca. Um, but um, the... the other adverse reactions, which are much rarer, what what we have is systems of reporting. How 
how the government knows and the health bodies know that there's a problem is that we all have systems of reporting this and they're entrenched in our um, logging systems that we are using to to um, inform that we've vaccinated our patients. Right. So, so that way there's a central log and therefore if there's any new intelligence developing about any adverse effects, we would know very quickly about it. But as I said, and re-emphasized that the vaccine is safe mm-hmm. and, um, and certainly the, the benefits of it are far outweigh any um, very minor or um, uh, very infrequently reported side effects. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. It's, uh, it's absolutely amazing that we've got it made so quick and that we're being able to administer it. Um, and obviously, I mean, uh, at the town hall, they're using Pfizer and the AstraZeneca, yeah? That's right. We're, we're using both. Um, it is governed by vaccine supply. Uh-huh. So, um, uh, you know, as soon as we get a vaccine delivery, what we aim to do is um, quickly utilise that. It's no good being stored up. It needs to be in people's arms. And so as soon as uh, we get it um, and we know when we're getting it, those clinics are being booked with um, patients to have their first dose. Okay. And um, is the, is one of them better than the other? Uh, no, not yeah. People keep asking, I think. Yeah. I think, I think it's, a, it's a fair question. And, and certainly um, uh, what I would say is that both uh, vaccines are very effective. Um, and I, I would certainly urge um, uh, anybody that's called up to have their vaccine to, to have it. Yeah. And um, I wouldn't delay having it based on which vaccine it is. Right. Um, the, there are some people that may not be eligible for um, uh, one vaccine because of potential uh, allergies that they might have. Um, though this is very rare, it's still a consideration. Yeah. And that would be really the only consideration you should have to to have um, uh, uh, the Oxford vaccine instead of the Pfizer. I was going to say, can um, with the town hall offering sort of both uh, vaccines, can uh, can you choose which one you want, or do you just have to go where you're designated to go? Yeah, it, um, I, I wish um, you know we we had enough time and um, ability and supply to be able to choose the vaccine, but um, it, it is a a medical decision at the moment that if you've got certain allergies, then you're not eligible for one. But that's about it. Otherwise. It's as soon as a vaccine becomes available, um, we book people in and whichever vaccine it is, please have it. Yeah. OK, right. That's lovely. Thank you. Um, and uh, if somebody um, say they've already uh, been tested positive for COVID in the past and they've overcome it now, do they still need to get vaccinated? Is that uh, still part and partial of it? Yes. Um, so um, whilst it's advised that you don't get vaccinated um, uh, for four weeks after the positive test, right. um, uh, other than that, we do say you should get vaccinated because um, the, 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 the vaccine course is supposed to give you a longer term immunity than your own antibodies. Um, so I would urge you to get vaccinated um, in the right time frame. Okay, lovely. Um, and can um, can they still spread the virus if they've been vaccinated? 
Yeah, so I think that that work is being done at the moment in terms of um, how much the vaccine actually reduces that transmissibility. Um, so just because you have been vaccinated doesn't mean that you cannot spread the virus. Right. And that's where we still have to maintain caution. We still have to maintain the hands, face and space. Yeah. Um, and um, until we're guided otherwise, we we would still urge you to um, to. to you know just follow those uh, guidelines okay and i take it that would sort of um, still be the case if somebody who's received the vaccination and is subsequently notified they've been in direct contact with a positive case should they still isolate yeah um so the guidance still is to be followed um yeah. for sure yeah good lovely okay um, and obviously, uh, just to clarify, so all the normal um, measures, social distancing, etc., still applying if they've had the vaccine. Um, that is brilliant. Thank you so much. Um, is there uh, anything else you'd like to um, add to what we've been talking about so far? I think um, the the message I'd like to get across is we're we're fortunate enough to have um, worked really well with the University Hospital Birmingham, the, the commissioning group, the town council and the volunteers, mm -hmm. um, the town hall, obviously certain Caulfield group practices coordinated this and um, we would be calling you. So when you're in the right age bracket, we will phone you or text you um, to get you into um, uh, an appointment for a vaccination. We are, as I suggested, slightly ahead of target. So we're really pleased with that. So um, hang on in there. If it's not your turn yet, we will be contacting you. We will um, invite you to the town hall. It's a lovely place. My second message would be um, that even though you've been vaccinated, please, um, you know, still play, pay regard to the government advice for, about safety um, and um, follow the guidance. My third message is if you are in any doubt about having the vaccine, please ask the people that know about it, the healthcare professionals. There's a lot of people that are hesitant to get the vaccine because there's a lot of hearsay, rumors, etc. And I would encourage all people of all communities to reach out if you are not sure or if you're doubting whether you should have it, please contact your general practice, please contact the clinicians that can guide you through it. It's an informed decision that you need to make. We would be very happy to, to talk through the positives, the negatives. And um, my overall message is you should get the vaccination. Thank you, Doctor. Yes, uh, definitely. I have to echo that to anybody. I mean, uh, yes, there's a lot of uh, rumour mongering and scaremongering going on. Uh, but no, definitely, uh, everybody should really get it. It's, uh, it's vital. And then hopefully... The sooner everybody's done, the sooner we can get start to get back to some normality and uh, sort of go out and uh, meet meet friends again. Um, it's so difficult all around for everybody. Um, yeah. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us today. I really, really appreciate you taking the time out of what must be a really, really busy day for you. Um, and uh, thank you, thank you all your colleagues, and thank everybody else within the new NHS for everything you're doing for us at the moment. You know, it's so appreciated, and uh, you know, I just really mean that. So, once again, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Sure, thanks. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Okay, Bye. then, Doctor. Thanks very much.
Thank you, Dr. Dirk, for joining us today. That was really interesting. I hope everybody else found that uh, useful and interesting. Um, and that's it for today. Um, Ariana will be back next time when she'll be talking to Neve Conway, broadcaster, model, radio DJ. So that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, I'd finally just like to thank you all for listening today. Uh, leave us a review, good or bad. It's the only way we know if you're enjoying what we're giving you, the content. So until next time, stay at home, protect the NHS, save lives. Take care and goodbye. This is a four-pause production for What's On in St Colford. I'm Frank, and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club super low gas prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92. Big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line. Now I see a chiropractor. So, no, BJ's. I don't want super low gas prices. Okay, then. But if you'd like super low gas prices and over 50% off a membership, join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in McDonough. Visit BJ's.com slash McDonough or the BJ's Membership Center on Highway 81 West. Limited time offer, new members only.